so around 11.30 at night, I crashed. I kind of hit, a, we're going down this steep kind of Jeep track sort of thing down towards one of the rocky stream crossings they have. Yeah. Um, and I hit, hit some sort of rut and ended up on the middle nasty line and my tire dug in somewhere and I flew over the bars. Oh and no. It, yeah, kind of landed right on my shoulder. It was one of those where it was, you know, it felt like we were descending at like 25, 30 miles an hour. It might not have been quite that fast. Sure. It felt like a pretty big crash. And I stood up and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm actually okay. <laughs> kind of surprised. Sure. But straight back on the bike and caught back onto that group. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of chased on for five minutes. And then 10 minutes later was following someone on another one of the kind of really fast stream crossings you do at the bottom of the descents. And I don't know what we hit, but he flatted and I double flatted. Oh, goodness. <laughs> so that was around midnight. Um, and that took, yeah, that was 10 minutes to fix that, I think. KOM Cycling and Michigan Midpack Media, welcome to the Dirty Chain Podcast, the podcast that covers the cycling scene from the viewpoint of the Michigan Midpack. I am your host, Trevor, and on this episode, we talk all about Unbound XL, the 350-mile race out of Emporia, Kansas, with Michigan racer and rider Adam Hockley. And you all don't understand how uh, happy I am to not only uh, do this intro right now, but be able to release this episode. It has been quite a few weeks since, well, since um, I've released an episode, but quite frankly, since I've done much of anything. Um, If you haven't heard, I was in a somewhat serious cycling accident and uh, broke some ribs, broke my collarbone, um, been through surgery. We talk a little bit about this on the episode, so I'm not going to get into too many details, uh, but <laughs> uh, it's it's been a journey, and, and I'm sure a lot of you listening have been through similar accidents, broken bones. Um, this, for me, was the first time something like th- this has happened, so I'm just trying to deal with it the best I can, and... Um, I am feeling better, and I really appreciate everyone reaching out to me and um, the support I've gotten, but um, I am on the mend and grateful to be to be back at it. Um, I'm not necessarily riding my bike yet. Um, it's only been four or five weeks since the accident and um, less than two weeks since my uh, clavicle surgery. I haven't been Zwifting a little bit, but uh, not quite on the bike yet, Um, and uh, not too worried about getting back on it too quickly. I want to make sure that I'm healed correctly before that happens. But I tell you what, and uh, again, I'm sure a lot of you relate, when you are on the sideline with an injury, it sure seems like everything is going on that you are not a part of, definitely like a, uh, 
a FOMO situation here. <laughs> uh, not only Unbound, which happened a couple weeks ago, and uh, I know a few people from this area went out there, and I just uh, it just looked like a in- incredible year once again. Um, but there's been some great racing uh, locally, and um, not not necessarily the injury hasn't really kept me from racing or going to events. I mean, right away I was expecting to go to the mountain bike race Mohican 100. Um, that was right. I, I crashed right before that. So I, I wasn't able to go to that. Um, but it just, it, it, the weather is so beautiful now and it's definitely summer and it's just, it's really tough to be stuck inside and not riding. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, it was a, it was a blast to follow everyone, uh, taking on lumberjack 100 last weekend and uh, it looked like beautiful weather for that, and what an incredible uh, event that I feel like I'm missing out because I've never done it. So I'm going to have to put that on my list. And coming right up on the heels of that, of course, uh, this weekend is Coast to Coast, which I uh, was going to do, and of course I'm not going to do now, but will be at the finish line in Ludington. So I hope to see all those that are um, taking that on at the finish. Um, so I am excited to be there. Um, even though I'm not racing, I'm just excited to be in that uh, environment. Yeah, so a few weeks ago, I um, I saw that uh, local Ann Arbor rider, Adam Hockley, was taking on Unbound XL, the 350-mile uh, adventure race. And, man, that, that thing has become... I feel like it's become faster and faster each year as all these rides are. And I think we kind of talked about it. I think he averaged over 17 miles an hour. He came in 12th place. He absolutely crushed it. And, um, yeah, I followed him on the, um, on, I followed his dot through the, the whole progress and I can't believe how well he did. So when he got back, I thought, man, for sure, I have to talk with Adam. Him and I have raced against each other and ridden with each other um, the last few seasons, couple seasons, and uh, he's just a great guy and great to finally sit down and have a long chat with him. And I was kind of blown away, and I think you will be too, about how kind of calm he is about the whole thing. Uh, I I would be much more nervous about going into that kind of situation and he just maybe nonchalant is is a is a good term he just it seemed like he just approached it as a yeah I'm just gonna go do this and if it works it works if it doesn't it doesn't and it it worked it seemed like it worked great for him so I'll let him tell you more about that but thank you Adam for um coming to the house and uh and chatting with me about Unbound um it was great to get back into the podcast swing and um, hopefully yeah hopefully I won't be taking another five-week break from releasing episodes um, in the future and kind of get back into the swing of things here but uh, for now let's listen to my conversation with Adam Hockley about the Unbound XL. I was thinking about this as you were on your way here. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had people ride to do a podcast before, especially like 
when Sheldon was in town, he would like ride his bike over or like other people that lived in Lansing or close to me, but I've never had anyone, um, I guess go to as much trouble to get here to record a (laughs) podcast, uh, explain i guess you haven't done much riding yet but yeah i've done probably five kilometers of riding this so far hey well um, this is this is the united states of america how, yeah, how far three did you... miles okay, i've probably ridden so far <laughs> i'll try to keep everything uh, imperial yes yeah. um, <laughs> please translate <laughs> yeah uh so i did a mile and a half in ann arbor to get to the bus station and then got the bus straight to east lansing and did a mile and a half from downtown east lansing to here and your plan is after and this. then after this, ride back to Inaba, which is the 60-mile <laughs> section of riding. And that's not too bad, though. Yeah, that'll be okay. What's the... I mean, it's, it's a little windy. What's? Have, did you check uh, the wind? It's, it's cross-tailwind, so it's, okay. it's mostly good. Okay. Yeah. Um, did you... Did you make a, a course for it already, or are you just going to... Yeah, yeah, I've made a course. Get, trying to tick off a load of uh, new route roads that i haven't done before so mm, i wonder yeah. i'd be interested to see the course i will i will definitely show you before i go because you can give me tips on the way out of east lansing sure i'm trying I'll to just, yeah uh, it's kind of mm. you can probably go through like i don't know i don't know yeah i'd be interested there, there was and speaking of sheldon there was like a year where he rode down to i think it was either bloom or okay or one of one of nick's other rides and yeah, he yeah. like rode from here down there did the ride mm-hmm. and rode back and i think there was like that was one week he did. That's a big day. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like, in probably true Sheldon fashion, he um, blew up somewhere. <laughs> I should ask him. But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a solid ride if you're doing, you know. Even if it was one of the ones that starts in Dexter, that's 50 miles each way. Yep. And I then, think uh, it was like a hundred, either a 100K ride or a 100 miles once he got into Ann Arbor. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and then he came back. Yeah. But he also, there that's was huge. a... There was a Lowell where he rode out to Lowell and then raced Lowell. Yeah. And he, he, I think he quit Lowell in the middle of it. Yeah. And yeah. then, like, had me drive him home. <laughs> he, was, he was in bad shape. Yeah. Yeah, I can um, understand that. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. I, you know, I'm, like, super grateful that you decided, like, you were willing to come out because I've, I've kind of been, I, I can't go mini like i can't go very far on my own right now yeah and this is like some of the most excitement i've had in like a month yeah um, getting off my crash so yeah. like i really appreciate you making like the extra effort yeah. to come here and yeah. uh yeah so yeah no worries it's great to be here yeah i was so um, i was surprised um i i guess i wasn't surprised when i saw that you did unbound xl mm-hmm. but um <laughs> i didn't I guess I haven't talked to you like since what Barry or something. Like yeah, I probably that. haven't seen you since um, then. Yeah, and and I know you do a lot of the, uh, you know, our, our, the local things here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, was that like a plan from the beginning of the year? Like this is like a big race that you. I mean, it's it's hard to just <laughs> decide to do. 300 and how many? 350 miles. Yeah. yeah. You can't just yeah. decide to do that like the week of, but yeah. Yeah. It was definitely the, uh, the big one for the season, like, uh, kind of December, I think I booked it. Um, and it was kind of the lottery thing. You put your name in for it and you don't really have to commit then until they let you in and mm-hmm. then you, you're in and, uh, start training. Yeah. So, so wasn't it years ago that you had to have like, a uh, so many races that you've done that were similar um, was there anything like that, or does it just put put in a name? Yeah, it was just put in a name this year. I know. So Brad, who I went down there with, um, he had to he'd signed up originally in 2019, I think, and he had done had to do an essay and go through the diff- his different race results. Um, 
but yeah, there was none of that this year. You just had to put your name in. So I don't know exactly how the lottery system works. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess it's just luck. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mm -hmm. mean, yeah. So mm. you have in the past always been kind of focused on the ultra endurance, but this is the kind of beyond that, right? Have you done anything that far, that kind of distance? Yeah, my, uh, so the longest I'd done before was coast to coast, which is 210. Okay. Um, so yeah, this was by far the furthest, uh, you know, 350 compared to 210 and probably tougher, a yeah. tougher course, more hilly, um, more rocky. So yeah, it was a, a lot longer. So kind Speaking of. Speaking of coast to coast, are you doing coast to coast? No, I have to work. Oh yeah, man. I have a conference next weekend, so. Uh. Yeah. So I signed up. Um, this is going to be a tangential conversation, but um, I I've been signed up for this would be the third year, and I I won't be able to do it again because I'm broken. But yeah. <laughs> um, but 2020 didn't happen, mm -hmm. and I signed up for 2020 like early. Okay. Um, so that of course transferred to last year. I was like transitioning jobs, mm -hmm. and it was. I, I was working that week. It was like the last weekend I was working and I was like, eh, I can't like try to get away for this. So yeah, yeah. moved it to this year was kind mm -hmm. of like building up toward it. Yeah. Um, really excited to do it cause I've never done it. I just really want to do it. And mm. then, um, yeah, there's no way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. no way, but I will be, yeah. um, Rachel and I are going to, we, we had a hotel in Ludington mm -hmm. for the, for the finish. And we're like, let's just go hang oh, nice. out. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, so that's our plan. We're just going to go up there, yeah. hang out. And I like that this year, um, I guess this is the way it usually is, but it was weird last year because of pandemic rules or stuff, but, yeah. um, both the hundred and the, and the full distance on the same day. On the same day. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, hopefully better. see some people. See a lot of stuff. Yeah. 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 Let's, uh, get my, I don't know, get my racing fix, even though I'm not yeah. on a bicycle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. How long ago was the crash now? So it's been, um, it's been five weeks now. Okay. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's been, it's, I thought maybe, so five weeks sounds like, you know, they say four to six weeks or, you know, six to eight weeks, depending on what it is. Yeah. Um, and I kind of thought maybe I could try to sneak in coast to coast okay. be kind of ridiculous yeah, right yeah, like that's yeah. that's of course everyone thinks something stupid like that when they yeah. first mm -hmm. but um my problem was i i got to my two week like appointment or checkup or whatever mm -hmm. and they found that my collarbone wasn't healing right okay so then i had to go back in and have surgery, on surgery. It. Yeah, yeah and that was three weeks after yeah so i've only been out of post-surgery like not even two weeks yet yeah. so that yeah. kind of set me back a little yeah. bit that'd be a rough 200 miles <laughs> that would damage you a lot worse than you already are correct yeah, yeah. no it's be stupid i'm not there's no way i would yeah i would attempt it mm -hmm. and there's no way i even could like i can't even think about just mm -hmm. the, the you know even like sitting here like this is like i'm gonna be like moving around trying yeah. to and that's the kind of collarbone and ribs but yeah um is that the worst of it then? Are legs mostly okay? Yeah, legs oh. are fine. Okay. Um, nothing, nothing wrong with legs or like, mm -hmm. you know, didn't break any, any bones down there. Hips fine. Mm -hmm. It's just, uh, it was ribs, a lot of ribs yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and collarbone. Oof. And, um, I hit my head pretty good too. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, like at this point it's just the ribs heal super slow. Okay. And... They still hurt. 
and then you know, the collarbone. So yeah, I, I don't know. I have an appointment tomorrow, so we'll see what what they say. Yeah, but I have been swifting a little bit. We were talking about that earlier. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can like, I feel fine on the bike and moving my legs, kind of the position of my arm. This is I gotta like move that around just so it doesn't get too sore yeah. or whatever. Imagine you want like a bit more of an upright position, keep some weight off the exact, arms and shoulders exactly. and stuff. And then yeah. it's just like I get kind of sore with my back, like and the ribs mm. and everything. Yeah. But um I've been able to like kind of work up slowly to riding an hour. Yeah. Um and that's what Swift's great for. You don't have any of the potholes and stuff from outside that are really gonna beat you up at first. Exactly. Yeah. I, I have the <laughs> I have like a fear of like the first pothole I hit after I go back out and just yeah. just like the the feel of just hitting the bike and then going right into my collar, but like just yeah. the feel of it, but mm-hmm. it'll, yeah. Um, but yeah, so just trying to take it easy and yeah, I would like to still race a couple things this season. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe by next month I can be back outside, but yeah, you know, yeah, you mentioned all to shore. So yeah, I wanted like to, a yep. good goal. want to try to be better for or to shore and whether that's just mm-hmm. like going and riding yeah, or like, you know, like, I don't know how much I'd be racing it at that point. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could, yeah. but I don't know. Yeah. So, Return to the mid-pack for a little bit and then exactly, join yeah. the front of the pack where you were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's be honest. If it's a mountain bike race, I'm, I'll be, like, mid-pack no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm not very fast. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah, so talk about your then the lead-up to Unbound. Um, there's so many details that I'm sure you had to go through. Um, you said you just mentioned that you went out there with someone, mm-hmm. but yeah. uh, that was like a first question I had is like, did yeah. you have a crew? Um, well, mm. you can't even be crewed, can yeah, you? Yeah, there's no no crew allowed on the XL, but you have to have you have to have a support team that you know if you need picking up from middle of nowhere in the middle of the night, they'll come and get you. Um, but you can't have a crew come and meet you on the way with supplies or anything like that. Um, so it's just, you're just relying on gas stations and convenience stores. So you just went out with one other person? Yep, just uh, drove out there with Brad, who um, one of the other Velo Club guys who works at Sick Transit. Um, and yeah, we kind of drove out there together. It's a good amount of drive, it's like 13 hours. So <laughs> that was a, a long day on the way there. Um, and then, yeah, we split it in two on the way back. We couldn't quite handle the 13-hour drive. How many hours, was, how many hours were you on the bike? Um, total time was 22 hours, 18 minutes, I okay. think. Something like that. So, le- yeah. so 22 hours? Yeah. Okay, so it was just a little more... <laughs> oh, than the amount of driving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or just a little less than the amount of driving. A little less than the amount of driving, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but close, yeah, same sort of ballpark. Yeah, there's... What? I was thinking that it was like 13, 14 hours to get to Stillwater, Oklahoma for, mm-hmm. uh, um, for Mid-South. Yeah. And, and I'm like, but I'm only, this is only a, a century, you know, like all this, you know, you drive like 28 hours total yeah. and then you just do a century. Doing like a four or five day trip for a, yeah, a six, five, six hour race. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, so, so you yeah. go out there just one person then, mm-hmm. um, I mean, talk through some of these details mm-hmm. because. I mean, you you are self-supported. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm assuming like you had to run like a whole gamut of like lights and uh, did you have like a like a battery pack for your GPS and all this? And yeah. So electronic-wise, I had the um, GPS and I had a, a spare Garmin as well, um, just in case. Um, and then I had just a single uh, front light um, that could last 11 hours. Um, but then I had a battery pack as well to be able to recharge the Garmin's or light if I needed to. Okay. Um, but yeah, didn't I did recharge the Garmin, um, 
through the night because there was talk of rain coming in the morning. So I wanted to get the charging done while, so I didn't have to have the uh, charging while it was raining. That kind of did you get rained out? Oh yeah, the last two hours were <laughs> oh man, <laughs> seriously, seriously wet, seriously cold. What time of the day was that? Um, around midday. Yeah. So, so was that then, the same rain that the uh, 200 milers hit? Yeah, I hit it a bit before them. So I finished a bit before the 200 milers, probably a couple of hours before. Okay. Um, so I didn't get the really thick, like sticky mud that some people had. That was just kind of, they couldn't turn their wheels because mm-hmm. it was just clogging up everything. Um, I kind of hit those parts while it was just still, had only been raining for half an hour or so. Um, so it was just, it was just wet, splashy, cold, but it, it wasn't like the thick mud um but yeah let's rewind a little bit to yeah. like your decision of doing this cause, okay yeah, yeah um what 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 did you think you had a better chance getting into like the 350 than the 200 is that the or did you like initially think that the 350 was the one that you wanted to do i think i knew the 350 was the one i wanted to do i, I wanted to do you know the longest one they have sure i've kind of done that for every race i've done so far but sure and, but like on paper yeah. like or other races, 200 miles is way longer than, you yeah. know, like some of the longest ones around in this area is just yeah. like maybe 200, yeah. um, coast to coast or something. But like, yeah, I mean, there was also that thing of if you're going so far doing the long drive to Kansas and back, I want to, I want to do something that I don't know if I can finish or finish well, something I haven't done before. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I get it, but yeah. it's just, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. And then, so you said you signed up in December. Yep. So you mm-hmm. were now, what kind of training? I know, like, we were talking about, like, last time, I think I saw you at Barry. Mm-hmm. Have you raced since Barry? Um, or you just been putting in a lot of miles? I mean, that's, think, I'm just uh, trying to think, like, the, the, yeah. The amount, I mean, you, how, did you focus on a different type of training or did you just like kind of stick to the same stuff you've been doing before and then i did do you know lots of just long zone two rides um and just trying to get in lots of lots of hours in the week um but yeah after barry i did lol um oh, okay which, oh, was, yeah, a, yeah, which okay. was a mass start this year yep not the tt um but yeah, yeah after that, that oh yeah, it's a, you, yeah you and stanko went one two like yeah 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 or, yeah. or two one or whatever yeah, you know, yeah. like <laughs> tied first yeah <laughs> um yeah. So yeah, since then I just kind of focused on doing super long rides. Just I didn't do anything longer than I did 200 miles as my longest kind of training ride. Um, that was kind of get the train to the other side of the state and then ride back. Okay. Kind of similar to what I'm it's doing kind of today. You, yeah, yeah. Just not as long. Yeah. yeah with, with less beer. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah. It's, uh, and then yeah, there was you know I did a, a 200 mile training ride and a 170 training ride. Um, that one didn't go too good actually. I kind of my calf cramped up, oh. and that was three weeks before the race. So it was kind of my last long ride, and then that one didn't go well. So I was a bit concerned that that might flare up again going into the race. But yeah, did uh, you? Yeah, yeah, you had some leg issues like last year too, or maybe what was it? Just this season? Um, or maybe I'm thinking nothing too much last season. More mostly this season. This yeah. season, okay. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, but everything worked on race day. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, so I was, I mean, did you have a, one of the actual dots? It was like a f- dot following thing, right? Yeah, yeah. There was, like a, like a, a tracker that you were all given a tracker? Yeah, you could, you could bring your own or you could rent one. Um, okay. I didn't have one, so yeah, I rented sure. a tracker. And yeah, you could, you know, it was online tracking where everyone could follow along. I guess, it, I mean, um, it's kind of a dumb question because I knew, I knew it was like, 
you all had a tracker because I was mm -hmm. watching you. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and again, like I didn't, I don't think I realized until I saw like you were heading out there. I was like, oh man, I didn't know Adam was doing this. And yeah. Um, and then I don't know if you know Tristan Smith. Like mm -hmm. him and I were like texting back and forth, kind of watching you. And yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, an amazing. Well, first of all, like an amazing finish. Like <laughs> thanks. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, there were there were some like big names that mm -hmm. uh, were there that finished after you. And I, I mean, I don't know like yeah. what your goals were, um, but yeah. I would assume, and I hope <laughs> that you you left there like, like high, like, like just smashing your goal. Super happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, the main goal was just to finish. Hadn't ridden that far it, before. Yeah. So the main goal is always to just get to the finish. Um, and yeah, you know, I'd had, I'd had thoughts in the back of my head about a top 10, uh, <laughs> but, in general, I was very happy. Yeah, yeah. no kidding. Yeah, that was, uh, and you, did, you were 10th, right? I was 12th in the end. It, when I crossed the finish line, it said I was 10th. Oh. And there were a few people who, like, their trackers hadn't worked or their okay. finish scanning hadn't worked. So, I, you know, I crossed the finish and looked and I was 10th. And then yeah. throughout the rest of the day, I dropped down to 12th. You're only 12th? But, you know, yeah, yeah. So, Man, I yeah, take, take back all the congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it's still, yeah. like, that's, that's so incredible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Like you said, like just even finishing it mm. is uh, such a huge accomplishment. Yeah. But uh, just to stay, I mean, I so yeah. Let's talk about like mm. the the ride itself. I mean, yeah. you mentioned getting muddy. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. What about like fitness wise? Mm -hmm. um, how did you fare? I think I I felt pretty good until until the next day. You know, until okay. the uh, until the you ride into the next day, kind of when you're 18 hours in, started to start to really feel it. Um, but yeah, the whole, like the first takes you start at 3 p.m. Um, and from there until sunset, I felt, felt really good. Um, I was working well in groups and kind of the group I was in get, kept, get, kept getting like whittled down. Sure. Eventually kind of in a front group of, uh, I think we were in a group of six with one person off the front um, when the sun went down. And so it stayed it was, together a lot. Yeah, it was it was pretty fast. The roads are pretty good, um, nothing too crazy. So yeah, it's mostly stayed together. Okay. Um, kind of coming towards the first aid station, there was a we were probably ten miles out from the first co convenience store, um, and it was a group of forty or so. Oh jeez. Yeah, and there were a few of us who clearly had the same thought of like we need to push the pace a bit because I I don't want to be hitting that first convenience store in a group of forty. Oh. Oh my and, god! I and if you're last in the queue to the checkout, you know you, you, there's going to be big splits. Oh yeah. my god! I didn't, um, I wouldn't even think about that, but that's yeah. so right. Yeah. Well, so wait, you said uh, first aid station, but were there mm -hmm. were there aid stations? So, so no, yeah, no aid stations, just kind of convenience stores, gas stations, yeah, that yeah. sort of thing. Some of which were just like staying Casey, open. Casey, uh, whatever. Casey. Casey's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did. I went to my first Casey's. So, okay. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I know there's the. Uh, did you have the pizza? Oh, I you, did have pizza. You had yeah, to, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I uh, I sent my selfie to Tom Keller <laughs> as my application to join uh, the Casey's yeah. cycling team. <laughs> did he? Did he send? You he a, sent me a t-shirt. Yeah, I have yeah, one yeah. upstairs. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, I got one. So <laughs> good, good. I'm now team part Casey's. of the Casey's yeah. cycling team. My first uh, ever C stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> so yeah, so like you, you rolled into that first one, um, yeah. and it it was whittled down quite a bit. Yeah, we'd got it down to a group of twelve or so. Okay. Um, there was kind of one steepish hill. Um, where a few of us pushed the pace and yeah, really split that big group, which how, needed to happen really. Yeah. How, how, yeah. so how long until you were solo? 
Um, or by yourself, I guess. Solo so, sounds like you're... Like, yeah, ahead, so kind of like, going into the night, I was in a group of six of us, and we think there was one person off the front. It always got very complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, with <laughs> Once you're in the dark and you're all kind of splitting up in gas stations and then coming back together and you don't know who's left and who hasn't. So trying to figure out what position you are on the road yeah. has got very complicated. Um, but are, I you, think, are, are you guys working together at this point? Yeah, pretty much. Everyone was like taking pulls when they could. Okay. Um, there wasn't much kind of... I don't know, there wasn't much, I don't know, there wasn't people sitting on and getting angry about other people working and some people not. Um, it was always, you know, people working together quite well. Um, yeah, I would assume like yeah. the, the way people approach these ultra distance, um, super ultra distance, I guess, yeah. <laughs> would be, it'd be totally different if you knew that you were going to, going to be riding basically by yourself the whole time. Yeah. Versus, mm-hmm. like, I'm going to try to stay in a group as long as I can. Yeah. Because I, I guarantee there were probably people that started with you all mm-hmm. and said, no, I'm not even going to, like, try to stick with a group. I'm just going to do my own thing. Yeah. And then, like, your whole, not even your, like, whole, well, your whole approach changes, like, yeah. how you prepare and then also mentally, like, how you go through it. But you were, yeah. you were just trying to stay with people as long as you could? Yeah, kind of, maybe not, like, quite as long as I could, but until it got too hard that felt unreasonable i wanted to i wanted to stay with a fast group until like not quite until blowing up but (laughs) until like a little bit before blowing up um and yeah the group i was with i was with um yeah i was with them until around midnight when i kind of started having all my misfortune of the night okay um which was like uh so around 11 30 at night i crashed i kind of we're going down this steep kind of jeep track sort of thing down towards one of the rocky stream crossings they have yeah um and i hit hit some sort of rut and ended up on the middle nasty line and my tire dug in somewhere and i flew over the bars oh no yeah kind of landed right on my shoulder Um, oh is that the kit you were wearing that yeah this one with the (laughs) the hole in back there yeah um but yeah so kind of landed on that and then it was one of those ways we you know, it felt like we were descending at like 25, 30 miles an hour. It might not have been quite that fast. Sure. It felt like a pretty big crash. And I stood up and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm actually okay. <laughs> kind of surprised. Sure. But straight back on the bike and caught back onto that group. Mm-hmm. Um, it was probably like a 30, 40 second gap or something. Um, so kind of chased on for five minutes. And then 10 minutes later was following someone on another one of the kind of really fast stream crossings you do at the bottom of the descents. And... I don't know what we hit, but he flatted and I double flatted. Oh, goodness. <laughs> so that was around midnight. Um, and that took, yeah, that was 10 minutes to fix that, I think. Do you, uh, do you feel like it was because it was dark that kind of caused a crash for you and kind of, I mean. Possibly. Usually yeah. you can see pretty well yeah, yeah. with lights. I mean, yeah. I, it, I guess in my experience, yeah. But the one thing it's like, it, you don't see like really far in front of you and yeah. I don't know. It's just a weird, like riding at night is just different, you know? Yeah. Um, and yeah. I don't know how much you've like ridden in the middle of the night. Uh, I've done a few night rides, not, not loads. Um, and definitely nothing, nothing that technical. Uh-huh. It was, uh, you know, you're hitting those, those kind of rocky stream crossings that you're hitting going super fast at the bottom of the descent. And no one was, no one was taking them easier because it was nighttime. The people at the front could see. So it was just, yeah. If you're at the back of the group, you follow their line, and if you're not quite on their line, you might hit something nasty. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there was some there was some sketchy moments. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how, how like how bad were your flats? I mean, were you were, did the 
sealant take care of them or do you have to uh, put in a plug or yeah so a plug in the back um the front one the sealant like sealed it eventually um i did run loads of sealant so <laughs> that was a, a good move i think uh but yeah plug in the back it kind of and i got them both holding pressure and then rode you know five minutes up the road and then they were both slowly leaking again so okay. i had to stop and repump them up um and after that they fully sealed for the rest of the race so what tires were you running I was doing the Pirelli Cinturato um, M's, okay. kind of the faster rolling ones in like a 45. Okay. Yeah. I'm um, not too familiar with those. Yeah. Or is that what you have yeah. on your bike right now? No, no, they're not. What I've, I'm mostly doing road on the way home. Oh, so, okay. That's yeah. smart. Yeah. It'll yeah. be faster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so, but yeah, they seem to do, apart from that, and it was kind of like the, the guy in front of me. He punctured as well, so I don't know exactly what we hit, but it was probably something quite sharp and nasty. Sure. Um, well, but yeah, the tires me, were great apart from that. Tell me, tell me about. I mean, everyone that does Unbound says <laughs> the it's different gravel, quote unquote gravel. I mean, it's yeah, you know, the the flint, the rocky flint, and everything is mm-hmm. way sharper, and yeah, um, and then it can get like super chunky at times. Like yeah, it, well, I mean. What was your take on it? Uh, yeah, I think so. This year they were doing the south course instead of going north, uh-huh. um, which apparently is generally faster. And I think all the finish times from this year show that. Um, and most of the lots of the kind of dirt roads they were pretty good. They weren't nothing too big and chunky, mm-hmm. um, nothing crazy. But then you just hit these like short, sharp descents where you have a stream crossing at the bottom that might be a foot of water with just big rocks scattered along the bottom. Um, and you hit those going fast, and you just hold on and hope that uh, you get out the other side doing okay. Um, so yeah, there was there was some just you know holding on and hoping <laughs> at times. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, the, yeah, those were just yeah big big sharp rocks at the bottom of the water. Um, but the yeah every every time I see a picture of that area in Kansas, it's like completely exposed and uh, like almost zero trees oh yeah um how was the wind the wind was it was i mean it was meant to be really good um but it was it was meant to be you know a little bit of a headwind on the way out okay um in the in the evening of the first day meant to be (laughs) yeah um and then it was you know the second day it was meant to pick up and have a strong tailwind all the way back to town uh, which would have been lovely, but it didn't really happen that way. <laughs> it just, I remember the, so in the morning, and we ended up, the, in the morning you go, go back up onto the highest hills. I remember being up there and it's just, this, it's completely still. It's like, where's really? this Where's this 20 mile an hour tailwind oh we're meant to have? God. That would have been nice right about now. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was it was pretty good. The It was really exposed. Um, luckily it wasn't super hot. Um, it wasn't, it was quite gray, um, and just kind of cloudy. So not super hot, no risk of sunburn. <laughs> it's yeah. all, all pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you mentioned, uh, mm. when you mentioned crashing, I was, mm-hmm. were you wearing like a, I'm assuming you're wearing a backpack. Yeah. Hydration pack sort of thing. What else did you do for water though? I mean, did you just, because you were stopping at Casey's or, or convenience stores, I guess. Like, yeah. Yeah. I had, I had two bottles and hydration pack, uh, about three liters of water storage in total. Um, which yeah, there was a there was a convenience store every sixty miles. That's um, not bad. So it was plenty. I actually often had more than I needed. I yeah. Would, I wouldn't run out before getting to the next place. What did you, um, what did you carry for nutrition then? Uh, I did mostly. So I carried bags of my uh, drink mix that I use. 
Um, and then I, I carried, I carried food for the first 120 miles because I, I carried food for the first 120 miles because I didn't want to have to buy food at the first convenience store because I knew it might be a bit manic. Um, yeah. If you're rolling in with there with a big group, you just want to get water and get in and out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then most of them I just grabbed water and then used my drink mix and picked up whatever food I thought looked good at the time. Sure. <laughs> Which right, sometimes was good choices and sometimes <laughs> not good choices. What was, the, what was the best thing that you ate at the convenience store? What was the uh, worst thing that you yeah. got? <laughs> I, uh, the, I mean, the Casey's kind of... Um, the is pizza it, and I got like a same, glazed. Like, is, is it both the worst and the best? Possibly. <laughs> I got at the Casey's, which was the last one. So I was like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna treat myself with this. So I got pizza and like a, a glazed bun sort of thing. Yeah. Um, they were pretty good, but the next ten miles they weren't so good. <laughs> <laughs> at the time, they were amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, mostly I just did kind of cliff bars, that sort of stuff. No, not much like real food until mm -hmm. the pizza, which is why it was so good at the time. Yeah. <laughs> but you had no, I mean, like no bonking issues or anything like that. Um, I mean, bonking is kind of different when you keep going for that long because you're kind of, <laughs> you're kind of constantly bonking and yeah, just kind sure. of right on the edge of it and yeah. trying to just maintain some sort of power while really not having much energy. Yeah, for yeah. sure. How did your like body fare? Um, I know the when I did Kohata recently, mm. and that was a pretty long race for me. I mean, it was hundred mile mountain bike race, so it was it was a lot longer than some of the other hundred yeah. mile gravel races. But oh, yeah. my back, my lower back hurt so bad, yeah. and um, I'd stop, I'd stretch, it just wouldn't like. Mm. And it, I think eventually it, it kind of loosened up and I was fine but mm -hmm. I mean you're bound to come across something like that right like how yeah how did you fare I would say like the worst part there was kind of the in the arch of my foot in there there was a kind of crampy sort of feeling for a couple of hours at one point but then it went away again but that was kind of the that was the most painful thing uh, it was kind of every pedal stroke just kind of pain in the arch of the foot yeah um yeah but I've apart from that there was you know Everything gets a little bit achy, but nothing, nothing kind of major that made me consider stopping. No, I, yeah. Man, I think that's, that's pretty incredible. I mean, I know mm. a lot of people, I mean, it, there's probably so many variables that can occur that can, you know, make you stop. Yeah. Um, whether it be a, you know, a bike mechanical or a physical mechanical. Yeah. You know, like, there's a lot of things that can go wrong. Mm -hmm. um, so to hear that, like, yeah, of course, like. So you're gonna hurt no matter what. Yeah. Um, after you were done and mm -hmm. like taking stock of your body and your bike, like yeah, yeah. what like did you still feel like you got through it pretty unscathed, or I, did you have like terrible blisters or? Yeah, there wasn't anything major. Um, the bike was fine. I wasn't sure because the last last two hours in the rain were quite quite severe lots of grinding oh, just that just that sound where every pedal stroke you're like this sounds expensive mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but yeah bike was okay with a big clean and you know still had still had brake pads in there um still had Man, you know, you've, chain wasn't too stretched um I feel like you had body was bad luck with uh bad weather too yeah coast to coast last year was probably the worst oh one. my god that was kind of what I had flashbacks to for the last two hours. Um, yeah, rain like the whole time, right? Yeah. Different bike though. You have a whole different bike. A whole new bike. Yeah. 
But um, then, like, what was your, your first race on that bike was Barry? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, which mean, it, I don't mean it, to laugh, but <laughs> it's, the bike only just survived that one. Really? That was, yeah, there was, like, ice buildup, and it had been, like, scraping into the frame, but it just only went through the paint, not into any of the carbon, luckily. Oh, man. Um, but, yeah, that was... That was a close call. Um, yes. Yeah. And then I wasn't Lowell like a little snowy at the beginning. Yeah, that was. It wasn't terrible though, right? Yeah, or, there was. There's that seasonal road, um, Snow's Lake Road, I mm-hmm. think it is. Um, that was that was pretty slushy, pretty kind of cold, wet puddles um, with lots of deep mud and stuff. Um, that's kind of where we attacked through that because we knew it was going to be pretty technical. It was probably more technical than we expected. It to oh, be. really? Um, but apart from that, most of the roads at Lowell were okay um nothing too bad yeah it dried off yeah but yeah so i mean just just a little bit of 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 mud at unbound then yeah yeah just the last two hours and it was it was around it was about 60 degrees and raining um for those last two hours and i was freezing cold i was like soaked through that's and all the, all the people in, because I was getting passed by people in the hundred, uh-huh. um, and they were all, you know, all soaked through, but didn't seem as cold as I was. I think I'd just been on the bike for too long and just, I was, yeah, every barn I went past, I was considering, should I jump in that one? Should I warm up <laughs> for half an hour? Maybe that one, maybe that one. And I'm kind of yeah. glad the perfect barn didn't appear <laughs> because I might the, just jump straight into the it. 10 out of 10 Ted King barn yeah. was never, never happened. Yeah, if, if that one was there, I probably would have laid down for two hours and given up on my finished <laughs> yeah, position. I don't think you'd get up from that. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, obviously it was hard and they're like, you said there's a moment like your double flat, mm-hmm. um, uh, your crash. Yeah. Um, were there other tough, moments i mean or i mean the whole thing's out of stuff but yeah whole any other like tough. It, any other specific things yeah i think so in the last when you're around like mile 300 or so you go back up onto texaco hill it's called from the other side which like the you're kind of up onto the high parts of the flint hills um and getting back up onto that was super tough just the um, climbing up just there? the climbing and it was you know it was loose rocky climbing you're just in your lowest gear wishing for <laughs> wishing for a few more so people um, talk about climbing um or like the the hills there mm. and can you is there anything you can put into perspective for us that haven't done it like mm. um i mean we come from relatively flat yeah area here in michigan mm-hmm. um and you know, I think it's kind of a thing where it's like, well, no, I mean, you don't think of like a lot of climbing in Kansas, but it's actually very hilly. So like, what, is there anything that, you know, you can put into, into perspective for us or like anything that you can compare Mm. it to in this area or that? Um, I'm not sure I think I can compare it to really in this area, but it's just like, there's no, there's no really long sustained climbs, you know, there's no like, 10 minute long climbs but it's constantly up and down like gradually working its way up um just you know every time the uphill is a bit longer than the downhill so you've just got these kind of relentless climbs where you don't get enough recovery between each one um and when they're super loose and rocky as well it just it really takes it out of you um yeah i'm not sure kind of nothing to compare it to in southeast michigan at least yeah i know that that makes sense um yeah, I guess this is probably not not even that, but it is. This is what I do love about going to different races in different areas. Mm-hmm. Is it's like so so different. Like doing like when I did Kohada with a mountain bike race, but the the climbing was insane. Yeah. Or like Belgian Waffle Ride 
it, probably any of them, but the one I did was like North Carolina. I mean, yeah. like you're you are like climbing for I don't know how many minutes we were climbing, but like huge, like like for several miles, you know, you're climbing. And, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Or like my brother and I went and did the route. This it was this uh, Whiskey Rebellion, I think it was, and it's like okay. around Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you ever been to Pittsburgh area, but no. like it's not like mountains, but it's just like steep. <laughs> Like yeah. super steep hills, mm-hmm. and our uh, our elevation was st- it was still like a hundred miles per or hundred feet per mile. Is that what what it is? Hundred feet per mile is like so you have like ten k for a for a hundred mile. Okay, but it was still like yeah. like I do over metric on all that stuff. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was still over. It was still over ten uh, k, mm-hmm. but um, but it. Uh, it was like you looked at the elevation. It was like sawtooth. It was just like straight up, straight down, straight up, straight down. I don't yeah, know what nothing like flat. Yeah. yeah. What is that kind yeah. of what yours looked like? Uh, I mean, th- there were some flatter sections, but yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it's, it's that kind of constantly rolling. Um, and then when you get to the actual hilly areas, it's yeah, a lot more elevation than we get around here. It's I think it was kind of, uh, it might be like a thousand feet from the from the bottom to the top. Okay. Um, but not in kind of one consistent climb, just sure. a gradual thing over five miles, maybe. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Um, but yeah, so mm. uh, hard stuff. What I guess I was asking that to ask, like, yeah. what what were some of the best moments, or what was like the yeah. best? Um, I mean, obviously, we don't yeah. go to to do these kind of things just to suffer the whole time. I yeah. mean, there's got to be some redemptive. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, moments to these rides. So, yeah. like, what? Uh, I think with with like any overnight ride, the sunrise is always always one of the I best. I was moments. wondering about how yeah. that how that because, was because uh, so I was I was in a group at that point because um, after the flats and um, crash, I kind of I'd been solo through the night for four hours and got caught by a group around four a.m. Um, and that was a decent sized group. Around sunrise, we had maybe eight of us, um, and yeah, it was like a we were just going up towards the bigger hills again. Um, and it was just kind of this beautiful sunrise. And then half an hour later, it was just gone because it was a gray, cloudy day. But for that half an hour, it was it was perfect. Um, yeah, that's... And that was great. Everyone, everyone with smiles on their faces, like, I don't know, what, 15 hours into a race and everyone's just out there having a great time. Yeah. So, yeah, it was I've, awesome. I've only kind of experienced that once before, but it is, it is like, I don't know. It's like you're... It, it wakes you up even though you've been riding all night, you know? Yeah. Or, like, it... <laughs> Absolutely. Were there any other... Um, well, I... Let me let me ask it this way, I guess. Uh, Unbound, you know, former DK. I mean, it's, it is probably the most well-known and popular gravel race that exists now i yeah. I, w- I would think yeah um yeah i think so and there's probably some stuff we could talk about that but like uh i i just wonder every time i talk to someone that has done it i wonder how like after you come back do you think it was something that pe- everyone needs to experience or do you think that yeah yeah, yeah. what do you think about that yeah like, i think it was it was pretty special i mean it was my first big I suppose Barry Bay counts is really big but it was uh kind of my first really big one out of state I've done a I've done a little one in Iowa um but yeah it was my first big gravel race out of state and, what was the and it was, sorry like what yeah. but what was the motivation for you um 
wanting to do it. I mean, was yeah. it the distance or was it the fact that it was unbound? I think the fact that it's unbound. Okay. Is definitely, definitely a major factor. Like, yeah. Okay. It's, you know, it's everyone's talking about it that whole week, and there's you know everyone's there, all the big names are there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just yeah it just seems like a, a great huge event and yeah. something you got to be at right yeah like, you gotta gotta go and experience that and like seeing it's so like to be there and you know in the evening you like look through your phone and all the bike news on your phone is all about all everything that's going on at unbound who's yeah. got this special new frame who's got who's got all this new technology and yep. all the bike brands are you know releasing new gear just at the unbound weekend yeah um, to see it all riding around as well so yeah really cool I mean, yeah, it's def- I, I think that's what attracts me to it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, Have it's, you not it's, been? No, I've never no. been there. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I didn't know. No, yeah. that's... Um, yeah, it's, uh, it was definitely great. It, yeah. it was cool. Like, uh, like pre-riding the course a couple of days before, we rode past... Um, like Dylan Johnson, Peter Sagan. Oh, yeah. And like all, all the big names just like out, just, oh, just rode past them. Oh, just rode past them. Yeah. 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 And, um, that, and I've experienced some of those, like I've been a couple bigger gravel races that have had like some of those big, and it, it is like kind of like, whoa, that's, that's kind of cool. Like, yeah. and um, fanboy a little bit, you yeah. know, but, yeah. um, but that's, little... that's what I, so Unbound, I know, mm. It was also really cool to uh, bump into you know people from Michigan because I saw so many other local local people out there, um, kind of like uh, like people from Bearclaw, people from Three T Q and M. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, don't don't think I saw any spin shirts out there, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, not sure there's a spin one, but there. Yeah, uh, Andrea Truinski, who is from the Lansing area, she mm-hmm. was there. She's done it several times. Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh but yeah like i know yeah i know that like there's a quite a few yeah. uh, michigan people out there mm-hmm. um so yeah, yeah that's just something i wonder like after you've done it for the first time is it something that you'd say no make that 13 hour drive out there and 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 try it out or what? yeah i would i would i would definitely do it again um, okay and that's that's yeah a, i guess that's a good way <laughs> yeah. to yeah Although I'd also be tempted to go and I, you know, I don't have time to do loads of out of state races. So I'd always be tempted to do something a bit different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would definitely do it again. Yeah. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. Was, yeah. There's, uh, there's just something about being in the, like in, in environments like that, that, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely think we have that in Michigan that you can, mm-hmm. that you can experience, but just, I mean, whether we're talking about experiencing different courses or, mm-hmm. um, or just different places, you know. Yeah. I, I always think it's beneficial to, yeah. I mean, you know, just go somewhere else. But it's, yeah. but it's also like, kind of like a bike festival too. You yeah, know? yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah, the course, kind of some of the stuff when you're up on Texaco Hill, some of the like open range stuff where there's just you know cattle running out and across in front of all the riders and everyone's just shouting at them. <laughs> it's kind of uh, we were up doing some of that while the sun was going down, um, and that was super memorable. <laughs> just. Uh, in this open range area and cattle just like storming alongside you while you're just in a group barreling along these <laughs> rural hills. Oh, jeez, <laughs> It's a lot of fun. So I know, I mean, you were self-supported. Mm-hmm. Did you, when you went into towns, did, were there any like crowds or was there anyone like cheering on the race at all? Yeah. So there was a, well, there was a few gas stations which would have just like two or three people sat out in camp chairs, like watching just watching people come in and cheering <laughs> us and like you know if you wanted to know how far ahead's the next group how far back's that group they would have the trackers up and that sort of stuff oh that's cool um 
so yeah, it was it was kind of interesting because you wouldn't see anyone for three or four hours, then you see these few people half asleep at a gas station cheering <laughs> you on. It was, uh, yeah, that was quite fun. Oh, that's um, good. And then yeah, that's so then the next day we joined onto the hundred um, loop, um, and I like the hundred lead group went past me, and that's I don't know that kind of gave me another burst of energy because suddenly it's like ah oh, I was on my own at that point and uh-huh. it's like oh, here's all these groups to draft there's these groups of 30 flying along and you know you can sit in the draft of them for as, as long as you can until you blow up and then try and hold on to the next yeah. group <laughs> um so yeah that kind of that kind of changed the whole tactics of the race in some ways because you're suddenly like if I can draft well off these groups you can gain a lot of time on whoever's up the road oh yeah um, for sure yeah um yeah, and actually, I um, there was a group that Sagan was at the front of, just a group of six that I was yeah. drafting on for five or ten minutes. <laughs> so, yeah, three hundred miles in, I could still draft Peter Sagan somehow. Were you anywhere mm. near any other uh, finishers? Like, like what was the closest one before you and the closest one after you? Do you um, know? So after me, the the closest one after me was Cynthia, the the lead female. Okay. Um, so her and I had been riding together for when we were about 50 miles out from the finish. Oh, okay, cool. Um, Did you just like meet up and then just decide to work together? Yeah, it was kind of like when you come across someone, it's easier to work together, yep. even yeah. if you're not that effectively drafting off each other, just to have someone to help pace you and that sort of stuff. Um, but I lost her when we were drafting off one of the 100 groups and I think then all the rain hit and it was just, mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm not sure where. But, um, were you in one of those big groups when you hit the rain? Yeah, I was I was going between groups okay. in the rain, Ugh. and you're just getting covered in it. Oh, but yeah. it's, you're yeah, at least yeah. getting to the finish a bit faster. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so what, yeah. yeah, who who finished before you? Do you? I I'm not sure exactly. I'll have to look. Can, yeah. Um, I just was wondering yeah. like how close it. But at that point, like, you're looking you, at like tens of minutes yeah, between what, most people. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so the I, I think the winners were two hours ahead of me. And then that's still wild, though. I mean, for yeah. that long, that much distance. Yeah, I, I still think that that's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not that much time. I mean, yeah. And it was, I mean, it was a super fast course. So it was not many people had done sub twenty four hours before, and there yeah. were probably fifteen of us who did it this time around. That's crazy. Um, I mean, you average yeah. like seventeen ish, right, or something like that. Yeah, something around that. That's yeah. that's incredible. Yeah. Um, now, when you when you got to the finish, you go over the the line. Did they were they able to like? Did they, did they know that you were a XL rider, or were they? Did they announce that, or did you just get kind of like lost in the mix of hundred riders? And- I didn't. I didn't hear it announced, but you know, you got a special um, kind of swag bag with a mm-hmm. Stein in it and that sort of stuff. Okay. Um, but yeah, the finish. The finish shoot was really long. Um, and I remember there were some photographers at the start of it and I was like, yeah, smile and, you know, look uh-huh. happy and stuff. And then as I crossed the line, I kind of forgot to smile. And there's the official photos <laughs> of me crossing the line just with like how I was actually feeling. <laughs> and I don't look too happy. It's like Instagram versus reality. <laughs> yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I just kind of forgot to smile at one point. Um, but yeah, so as I came across the finish line, I stood around for 10 minutes or so. Um, I saw Cynthia finish and then... I was so I was staying at the the fairgrounds. We were camping out there, um, and that was a probably a five to ten minute cycle to get back there. Um, oh, which after standing around for ten minutes felt awful. But yeah, <laughs> um, I'm sure you're all like <laughs> yeah, really uh, a really slow but difficult cycle. Um, but yeah, I kind of 
it was quite good to finish at 2pm because you can get back, get showered, have a sleep and then get back for the after party. Yeah. Um, so that was the, uh, the rest of and the And you day. had enough energy to get back? Like Yeah, after a two hour sleep, I was actually just kind of woke up and I was, I was okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was still, still light out. So kind of went to see all the other people who had finished the 100 or 200 and head to the after party. <laughs> yeah. Would, Which, you, yeah. would you have done anything different? Um, I'm not sure. I didn't, I didn't, I think in, into the next day, um, I didn't take any caffeine, which I'd been hammering caffeine through the night. And I think I kind of, I felt pretty rough the next day, especially compared to the other people who were around me. Um, I think I might've carried on with the caffeine. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Next time. Um, but in general, the, the gear was pretty good. Um, I wasn't, I, I hadn't used a tubeless plug before. That was my ah. first one. And, you know, at midnight, nine hours into a race. figure it out. <laughs> yeah, time to, I've seen videos of it. Time to just give it a go. Um, and I didn't, I didn't have them, like, as handy as I should have done. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, like how Alexi now, you know, has it like right, right on the stem yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, um, that could have saved me some time. Um, yeah, in general, like nutrition was pretty good. Legs were pretty good. Yeah, I was pretty happy. Yeah, that's that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, was, uh, well, I mean, yeah. yeah, again, like congrats for. I mean, it's hard enough to start one of those things and go through them at all, mm-hmm. um, and even have like the guts to, to, to take it on. But mm-hmm. um, man, I mean, you, you had a hell of a ride, yeah, and thanks. it was it was cool to see like. Mm-hmm. Especially because I wasn't, I didn't even really know you, you were doing it. And then like mm. seeing that you were there and then I'm like, man, he had one hell of a finish and yeah. um, very cool. Yeah, um, it, was, it was super fun to have, you know, everyone tracking along. Yeah. Um, you know, I was getting, I saw some messages through the race, like whenever I'd get my phone out yeah. just to look at something and have like, you know, 20 messages like you're doing great, yeah. like keep going sort of stuff. Um, and yeah, it was are just you? kind of motivating to know that the tracker is there and people are watching it. Sure, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a, yeah, I mean, some like, motivation there. You feel a little less, like, alone, especially, like, if you're riding alone. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know that people are watching, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of, I think I've, like, mm. been thinking of Tracy Berman lately. Oh, yeah. Doing the uh, Tour Divide. And, yeah, yeah. Um, Hitting some nasty weather yeah, with all the for snow. Sure. Yeah, hopefully, um, hopefully I'll be able to talk to her um, oh, yeah. at her tail end of that mm-hmm. adventure <laughs> yeah yeah you ann arbor people definitely are an adventure pretty crazy um yeah well cool man like uh what's your yeah we talked mm. about this a little bit but your mm-hmm. what's your next your next race coming up so next is the crusher yeah up in the up did you sign up before it became the um i mean it was math you're doing the mass start i'm doing the mass start yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and but now the mass start is like i guess more gravel yeah they he I think the wording that he used is not terrible. So <laughs> Whatever we'll, see that, what, we'll see what he actually means. Whatever by that, that yeah. means, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so yeah. I mean, you can obviously ride a gravel bike. I mean, in the, yeah, I'll be, I'll be taking some wide tires for sure. Sure, yeah. Um, just in case, I don't know that's, what, <laughs> what That's 200 be. plus miles, right? It's 175 this year. Okay, so okay. 175 plus. Yeah, and then are you going to do Moran? Uh, might be doing Moran. Yeah, there's kind of I haven't signed up to either Moran or the BWR Michigan yeah. um, Traverse City yet, so still yeah. need to make the call on those. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, hoping to. Yeah, yeah. I think the play is to just shell yourself at Moran mm-hmm. and then go have fun at 
Belgian waffle ride. Yeah. I mean, that's. I feel like that might be what I'd, I, yeah. I, 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 I'm going to do Moran. Yeah. Um, I want to be mm-hmm. there for Moran. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I get worried about people not doing Moran now because of the Belgian waffle ride thing. Yeah. So mm-hmm. hopefully people will do, if they were going to do Moran, hopefully they'll still do Moran and then yeah. like just go have fun at Belgian waffle ride or, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, but, uh, yeah, there's gonna be a lot of racing then. Mm-hmm. But October, man, I should be a whole new person too. So yeah. maybe I could. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're it's nicely rested and recovered, yeah, and you'll exactly. be coming back, coming well, back strong. It's been like this was cool. Like uh, we've ridden together quite a bit. I mean, yeah, a yeah. lot of these these uh, longer distance races. So yeah, it was yeah, cool I mean, to all see the series last year yep. and the start of this year. Yep. Yeah. So it's cool to see you take on the on Unbound, and I guess apparently still need to find find my way out there <laughs> yeah yeah i mean yeah it's a definitely an amazing one it's, yeah uh, i think you'd like it cool it's pretty technical so maybe your mountain bike stuff will uh have you prepared for that there i there's no mountain bike stuff no? <laughs> well more than me at least <laughs> oh I, I was gonna ask this like are you running you said 45s but mm-hmm. are, are 700c or 650 okay yeah uh, my bike can't fit uh, 745s so do I you have two wheel sets then like yeah. you have your 700c road wheel set and mm-hmm. then okay and you're riding yeah. like a exploro like 3t yeah 3t explorer race uh, max okay yeah all right mm-hmm. um brand new then yeah 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 i'm loving it so far okay so you think <laughs> it was a good well. tool for the for the the adventure or whatever it's yeah yeah i think so like lots of mud clearance as well because i was doing the just like 650s with, yeah you know with 650s it could fit like a 2.2 or something so yeah. having that with a 45 there's loads of oh, loads of mud clearance that is cool um yeah, yeah. well yeah, that was, cool uh, i mean again congrats and uh good luck at uh at the crusher crusher, <laughs> crusher then crusher then watermoo yeah that's the plan very cool man yeah well, thank thanks. you for making the trip out here yeah no worries and great to safe, safe ride back yeah thank you <laughs> thanks adam great thanks the dirty chain podcast is a michigan mid-pack media production in partnership with kom cycling the source for your bike accessories and necessities connect with us on instagram and facebook at dirty chain podcast email dirty chain podcast at gmail.com if you are enjoying the podcast Please leave us a review or rating on whatever platform you use to listen. Audio editing and original music by myself, Trevor Gibney. Thank you to Adam Hockley for coming out and uh, telling us all about Unbound XL. And thank you all for listening to the Dirty Chain Podcast. And as always, keep your chain clean, but get your chain dirty. We will hopefully soon see you in the mid-pack.